Well, good evening. Welcome to another Sunday Night Live. Uh, hopefully, we'll have no mishaps tonight. Um, <clears throat> I was going to bring on our moderator, Elaine. Hello, Elaine. And uh, our guest for this evening is uh, Derek Savory. Hello, Derek. How are we doing? All right. <laughs> We're doing all right. We've got some comments already. Dear oh Lord, ain't started yet. How can uh, we one day get off? It says get off. What do you mean get off? Funny, just got on. <laughs> Hello, James, Michelle, Paul, Christine, Lynn. Oh, James is back again. He came on early. Oh, you must you must be popular, mate. He came on at half five. <laughs> anyway, Derek, it's, um, I haven't seen you for oh, don't know. Quite a while, years. actually. Yeah, quite a while. Two years. Ben and mine, you and me. I remember I see one of your shows last week where you had Ronnie Dugdale on. Oh, Kaloisco, yeah, Ronnie, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I remember listening to it, and I remember you said to Ronnie about when he's in the forest and you got a message, and I was standing next to you when you got that message, and it That's was right. leave the aliens and the ancients alone. That's right. I remember leave. that. And yeah. I was beside you. My first night in there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, we met, didn't we, at the conference in, in Woodbridge. And, uh, oh, is he? Yeah, I'll say it must be 10, 11 years ago now. It was, yeah, it's good yeah. over 10 years ago. And then and then you took me under your wing in the circle. That's right. And taught me well. I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, would you mind repeating it a bit more? Just for, for the... Uh, for the uh, um... No, you, you taught me well. You taught me well, Alex. You did. Well, I'll, I'll, thanks for that. I'm not a teacher and, uh, you know, um, I don't know, just do what I do, really. And being a bit of a rebel, I can't follow the rules, all the stupid rules. So. But it works, you know. It works, though, so, Alex, doesn't it? It works. You can do table tipping. You, you're a good teacher. You taught me well. Thank you. You know, and like, mm. I'm still at it. In fact, I'm qualified, don't probably know, I'm qualified in Reiki as well now. Oh, okay. I'm in Reiki and I do healing. Um, in actual fact, I'm in a film as well. They're filming me on Friday at the Venetian Forest. Oh. I'm, in, I'm in the Cape of Green film. Oh, right. Uh, and I'll tell you a strange thing why I'm in the film. I don't know if you know this, but I've been doing heat. I found a portal in Venetian. Sounds crazy. Sounds crazy, but there's a no. portal next to, the run, next to the runway. And the reason I found it was you might remember many years ago when we used to take tours of the forest. Mm -hmm. There's a certain spot in the forest where we used to take people first to when we done the tour. And there was people in wheelchairs and on crutches and that want to join in. And you couldn't say no, they couldn't join in. By the time you've got to say the starting point, which is this portal, people had to get the wheelchairs to get over the roots of the trees and that. That's right, yeah. And they, they started walking. I wouldn't say they were cured, but they started walking further and they'd walked for years. And I didn't know the significance of it then. As it turns out, that exact spot is what we call Area 1, for this as who don't know, we call it Area 1, where there was at least two UFO landings in 1976, 77, 1979, and probably 1980. And it's quite a significant spot. I know... Um, Brenda, Brenda Butler, Peter Paris, and Brenda's dog all got radiation poison in there. Did I? Brenda's, Brenda's dog died. Brenda's got all burn marks on her. 
and Peter Paris's legs were all burned. It was it was it was the site. Well, I've learned a lot about that. I don't actually go into the centre of the circle, although I have been. But now it's all overgrown. I stand outside. But if you imagine, say you're a Stonehenge or a round stone circle, for example, people think that the centre is the is the place to be. No, it's not. Outside any temple or stone circle, there's a spot you stand on, which is a high energy point, which cleans all the negative out of your body and then puts all the positive in. And this happened all over the world. Deletes just to keep it a big secret. But when what happened was that years ago, the ancients then would, after they stood in that spot, would go and do healing and perform miracles. Well, I found the exact spot in near this portal in Venetian Forest, and it gets weird and weird if you hear all the the people I've cured there or helped. So I say I won't be totally cured, but help. So, right. So you go down track ten, I suppose. No, to, no, no, it's no, beside you know. the runway. If you oh, beside the runway. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the place. The Americans send you to the other side of the the, the forest. Where the spot is that I use, anyway, I'm not saying that's the only spot, the no. spot I use, you know where Eastgate is? If you go yeah. to the deadline, uh, the other side of the runway, opposite Eastgate, there. Been there with Simon. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. We got, we got, we actually got, <laughs> say, we actually got lost there one night. Oh, well, yeah. I've got, well, I thought we yeah. were lost anyway. I've got a bit of a panic there. You get disorientated. Yeah. And that, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've, I'll, I'll tell you another little thing, special thing about that. And birds fly every year thousands of miles to migrate to that one little tiny bit of the forest. That one little bit. whole of the forest and they fly to that bit of the forest they migrate to. I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can show it to you on here. don't know if I can show it to you. I have been there with Simon and we have seen stuff there actually. I don't know if I can show this to you and everybody else. No, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see things here. It's, it's so tiny. Ah, oh, where is it? Anyway, I'll find it later. I've got a photograph of something rather strange. And that's where oh, I took it from the car park. Yeah. And I thought it was a weather balloon, but it's not. It's this big, looks like a, I don't know. Big old Umpty Dumpty type thing. Elaine's seen it. And it, this thing was coming across from the area. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I'll show it well, to you if I can find it. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I've taken some, a lot of healers there. I've taken groups from South End, Glastonbury, Berry. And I've had some good healers and some good mediums next to me. And what generally happens, and it's going to sound crazy, but uh, when I started doing healing at this spot, it was exactly 10 years to the day when I got was getting messages to go back and do this healing. Mm. And a strange thing happened. I've got something I'll show you in a sec. About, uh, about three or four years ago, I lost a, I've got a, a Roman spearhead. Oh, I'm so shameless, Nick. I've got a Roman spearhead. You see that, Alex? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. 2,000 2, years old. Oh, I've had that for a few years. Anyway, it went missing. 
three years ago, say. And then beginning of this year, I lost a set of keys and they went missing. Well, as soon as I started taking back, people back for healing in that part of the forest, that, my spearhead, appeared back in my drawer and so did a set of keys. <laughs> and I asked Spirit why this was. And they said, that is your spear destiny, right? And they said the keys are symbolic that you've got the you've got the keys to the operate the portal all sounds crazy but it's true and i'll tell you what's happened to prove this and i thought what do you mean keys to the portal well give example i had a group from glastonbury come they're one of the first groups and i told them about this and they come along they brought their dowsing rods they brought the pendulums they had whatever with them and they they tested it put me the test when they douse the area Nothing. The moment I step into the area, it comes alive. Well, then self-end group come along, right? And don't be wrong, they didn't come to make me look stupid. They come to see if this is right. And the same thing happened. When I walk into the area, it comes alive. And sure enough, it would appear that I have got the keys to operate the portal. And what Spirit said, they said, because you're doing this of good heart, and so that the people, for the wrong reasons, can't use the portal. It only opens up if you walk into it. Now, because I'm doing the healing, I couldn't. I had to be qualified in something. And the nearest thing I could find was Reiki. I took me Reiki one about six years ago, and then this year, June the first, for my birthday, Penny paid for me to do Reiki too. So I've passed that. So now I'm qualified to heal. That's why I do the healing. But some of the amazing things happen. What I have been doing, I, when I'm doing the healing, and I don't do the healing, and I don't use Reiki either, if I'm honest. What I do is I'm in, I've, I've made a connection with a portal, and I ask the universe to help build the people there, and everyone gets it. And I also have a pendulum, and I ask a question, will you help me? And I get a yes. If, say, for example... I do some test questions like, am I 27 years of age? I get up, no. <laughs> usually, usually, I do the quick, do it properly. And I, I say my prayers, whatever I have to do. And it's been amazing. And at the end, I say to everybody, you can ask any question you want. Don't have to tell me the, the question. I'll give a yes or no answer or, or maybe whatever. And it's been, it's been spot on. And then I ask the universe to give me a sign. Well, the first time I'd done it, I had two Reiki healers. I had Penny and a friend and another lady, three, three, three healers. There's four mediums in actual fact. And we had one lady in a wheelchair and, and uh, another lady who couldn't walk properly. Took them to the site. That spot just charges them up, charges you up. It takes all the negative energies out of you and reboosts you. That's, the longer you stand there, the more you get grounded. And the grounding... The grounding is the most important bit. Then you can either do the healing there or go anywhere else to do the healing. I took all, I took this group of people. We, we got grounded. I took another part of the forest because it's a nicer area to do it in. And I asked for always asked for a sign. So the first lady, she sat in a chair, and we done Reiki. Three of us done Reiki on her while she was in the wheelchair. And just as we we're finishing, the, you could hear the wind building up outside the forest like a big wave. And just as you finished, this gust of wind just blew, come out of nowhere, just blew all the bad energies away. 
And then we got her out of the wheelchair and she walked on my head. And the next lady sat in the wheelchair and we done the same again. Just we're finishing, in comes the wind, blows energies away. The next group of people I took, I asked for a sign. And as we walked out, a cloud of butterflies landed on us. But this is how weird it gets. We had all these butterflies land, all different sorts land on us. Another time, I had quite a big group, and I had a friend of mine. His wife was really ill, and she was in a wheelchair, he, and he asked if I could do something to help her. The problem is nowadays, you know yourself, you try to get in a hospital, trying to get a doctor's appointment, you can't do it. And I think it would be the last resort. And because people have heard good things, not God, I can't perform miracles. All I can do is try and help people. This group of people come along. Um, actually, Brenda was there as well. Brenda come as well. So, because you know, she's had a couple of strokes. So I've got one lady in a wheelchair. I've got Brenda. I've got a whole group of people. And one of the, this lady in the wheelchair, her carer was an African lady, right? And she asked if she could join in. I said, well, yeah, but she, she was pushing the woman in the wheelchair. So I said, yeah, come and join in. So she put this funny head thing on. And I thought, what's she wearing that for? But it was a hot day. And I'm thinking, well, it'd be boring wearing a hat. But it was a special headdress. Yeah. And it turns out she'd seen this sort of thing done in Africa. When she lived in Africa, they used to do it in some of the villages. And she said, what would happen was the healer would go off to a sacred spot. The spot that I'm using, actually, one of the spotlight that we'd get charged up then would come back to the village and perform miracles and do healing. And anyway, she joined in and I'd done what I'd normally do. And she said, that's not being big ever. She said, that's brilliant. She said, I've seen this done in Africa twice. And she said, the headdress I wear is a special thing you wear in Africa for, for the healers. And anyway, hopefully it all worked. But what happens is when I do the healing, it's yeah, that's what starts it off. And that works all night for people. So, for example, one day I thought I was having another stroke and my whole side was in pain. And I went to the forest with some other people, done the healing on them. And the pain, all my pain went that like there and then. And the next morning, me and the other person, the other people were, I'll say cured, were better. I wouldn't say cured, mm. but some people have ongoing stuff. Another strange thing, I had a lady who had gallstones <laughs> and was during operation on the Thursday. On the Monday, she came to the forest, she'd done the healing bit. On the Thursday, she's got to the hospital for the operation and they give her the all clear. They say, it's gone. They couldn't yeah. believe it's gone. I wouldn't say she's totally cured because she's got other underlying problems. But all you can do is, is try and sort of help people with the healing. But you know, the portal works. It works, Alex. I'm telling you. So I think I know. We, I'm seeing my mind's eye where where you are. Yeah. I've actually I've actually walked past. I didn't know that it was there. I don't go that side very much. But I did this day. I walked along that that pathway by the side yeah. of the airfield. I wish I I've got. I, I can't. I show, I've got this signal. I must show it to you before you go. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I will thank you. I will show it to you, and I'll I'll prove yeah. it to you. See, I've I've been going on about portals for quite a time now, and uh, like you know, we we know about the UFOs. Yeah, they come through portals. They got to. Yeah, and um, I've said to Elaine as well. You know, I said, you know, you could be walking through this forest anywhere, really. Yeah, 
and you don't know if you're going to walk into one through one of those portals you know i have it's, done you I've have, it. I have done with bender and have you yeah i can show i've got a picture of it as a as a ufo when we walk through a portal it wasn't that exact spot when jimmy hilly i might but it's in line with it funny enough it's not far from it we walked in between these trees there's a picture on me facebook of it we walked up this little pathway between trees either side and when we got to the end of the pathway it, it really we felt like it's like walking how should I put it not in fog but it is a strange feeling did you know what i mean mm. it's like a i can't explain but it's this really strange feeling you walk through this particular spot when we got the other side a little voice said to me "Here, take a picture so i turned around and took a picture didn't couldn't see nothing didn't think anything of it when i got home i put it on my computer on a big screen and there's a craft there is there is a tome shaped craft in between the trees with et's letting it i thought i told brenda and a whole group of us went back there to the spot about two weeks later and there was marks on the ground but we couldn't see nothing but the strange feeling was still there so we stepped away from it and we held our cameras up and the craft was there it's there you couldn't see it and i said to brenda i said right Go and stay next to the craft, right? Go and stay next to that, and I'll take a picture of you in the craft. And I'm just about to take a picture, and out of nowhere, a whole herd of deer come flying out and stampeded me. Literally, I could jump out of the way. I couldn't take the picture. That's one of the very first times I've found that I'd broken universal law. That's the first time. Anyway, I, I couldn't get a picture, and you can't have a picture, two dimensions in the same picture. The second time I'd done this, right, different spot, another portal area, different spot. I was with somebody showing them how to take pictures in what portal areas, if you like. And when I got home, I got followed home by something unusual and I got hurt, ended up in hospital. About, was that, was that the night? Definitely in, going back to me. Indoors, that's when you was at home, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. hurt, that's it. Well, about a week or two weeks after that, Stephanie Devane got in touch with me. I hadn't seen her for a long time. She yeah, sent me a message. She's going to tonight. <laughs> is she? Oh, she tell you. Steph <laughs> Devane got in touch with me and said, is everything all right, Derek? I said, uh, no. I said, I think I've had a fall. I'd hurt myself. I said, no, you've had a psychic attack. You've broken universal law. I said, what the freak's that? What's universal law? So I don't know. I'm just telling you what, what was said. But she said I'd had a psychic attack, which I knew in back of my mind, but you don't want to believe it. Do you understand what I mean? You, you do oh, yeah. not want to believe it. And I did get hurt. I was hurt. I couldn't walk properly because when I got hurt, I couldn't walk for a couple of months, really. I was really in a bad way. Yeah, and I, I couldn't defend myself because my left hand, you know, I had a stroke. My left arm don't work properly. Well, as it transpired, it caused an absolute uproar that I went... When I was able enough to get better, I went to one of Alex, no, sorry, one of, um, what's his name? Lum Lummis's events up the road. Oh, here. Yeah. 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 And there was a lady on, a medium on, and she went to a couple of people giving readings. And then she came to me, Mark Crikey, Sheila Haskins. She stopped me in my tracks. What she, she was bang on. She told me about Renisham. She said, you're going to have to go back and do it all again. I said, you're having a laugh. You're not going back to the forest. That's it. That, that scared me. I'm going back again. But you've got to. 
you, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go back? I said, from find us. Do you, what, do you want, what can I do to make you go back? I said, want about a dozen mediums to go back there. I tell him, you know, she said, well, all right. And she got together a dozen mediums, right? And there was two other people that had joined in. I didn't know, I didn't know any of them actually. I knew two of the mediums I met before, but apart from that, I didn't know where he was. We got to the forest. I took them to the spot near East Gate. There's a portal bit there, which I know you, you know of. Went to the, what called the big hole. There's a big hole there mm-hmm. near the East Gate. Went there. And the mediums all joined hands. And we, in a nutshell, the, these ETs were touching people's faces. And the wind got up. And I made me peace with the ETs. They made a peace with me. It turns out they didn't mean to hurt me like they did hurt me. They just meant to send me a warning shot, which got out of hand. I just, because I couldn't defend myself, I got really hurt. So they kept us in the forest. We could not get out of that little bit of forest. Now, one way you've got 20 yards, one way you've got a footpath, 20 yards the other way you've got a footpath. We couldn't get, we couldn't get anywhere near it. It was like being on a turntable. You, that's the first time I realised about portal area. You couldn't leave it. You were stuck in this area. The mediums all thought it was funny. Me and Brenda felt stupid. We couldn't get people out of it. They kept us there for about two hours. And all these different mediums were picking up stuff. Really excellent night it was. Anyway, eventually, we was let out of the area. And we went up um, track. What's the track? 12, we went up. 12, where, yeah. that's, that's where I'm, um, that guy told me to get away, wasn't it? Yeah. That's the one. That's 12, the one, yeah. yeah. Well, we went we went round the circuit that way, went up track 12, then went round to track 10, then back to the car park. And as you walk down, it's on a big crowd of people. You used to take your time talking to different people. But there's one bloke I didn't get a chance to speak to because he was right at the back. Anyway, when we got back to the car park, everyone shook their hands and said, oh, that was brilliant, that was brilliant. Anyway, this, this old boy says, right, Derek, let me introduce myself. And he shook my hand. And he gave me his name, and he said, "I work for the British government." Well, and he pulled, he got his, and his wallet and pulled out a warrant card. He said, "I work for," and he assumed he had a. I said, "What department do you work for?" He said, "I'm afraid I can't tell you that." I said, "So you're spooked?" He said, "Well, I suppose that's one, one way of looking at it." <clears throat> he also had a BBC pass card. He said, "I work for the BBC as well, doing some filming for the government." I said, "Right." I said, you, you won't tell us what your partner is. He said, no, I can't do that. He said, but what I would like to do is meet up with you and Brenda again because after what we've seen tonight. So I said, well, how did you know we was meeting tonight? He said, I can't tell you that. So now I've got an MI5, MI6, whatever, we've got, we've got a spook in, in with us. I, everyone thought he was with everyone else. Did you know what I mean? We thought he was with all these different people there. But he wasn't, and he come along. How they knew, I don't know. Well, it's funny because I, I was going to ask you this about a couple of years ago. I, I was down there, my dentist is down there, and I thought well, I'll go and get my teeth looked at, and then I'll go down the forest. And I don't often go this way, but I went to Oise, went I went to Eastgate, went around that way, came yeah. back, and no people on here probably you know, got no idea, just have to imagine it. But you're walking down a concrete road and then from Eastgate on, that's where, yeah. where the tracks come from. Yeah. And it's a turn on the right, the first track. Well, as I came past, I looked at the track and I looked up and there were two two blokes in crombies. 
Now, who wears a crombie overcoat in a forest? Yeah. I thought, hang about. So I thought, no, I'm going to go back. So I walked back. And these two guys are coming closer. They look like, you know, something from the craze or something like this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I went back, looked again, and one of them guys has gone. He's gone. He's vanished. Now, this other guy is coming towards me with his crombie quite well, you know, look like... Yeah, you know, from, um, from the 60s, you know. Yeah. And I, as you know, I can't run because I bust my <laughs> leg in it. But I'm telling you, Derek, I sort of shot as fast as I could down at Eastgate yeah. to the car park. A little while before that, I was in the car park. There's some strange things going on. Shouldn't really talk about it on here. I did last week, I think. But got chased out there, really. By yeah. humans. A few weeks before that, we came across, went across from Eastgate to, to Wall Street 10. And it was only one vehicle in a car park, a camper van. It was about six o'clock in the evening. It was dark. Yeah. And these two whacking great headlights, all like searchlights, lit up. Now, you cannot get a car in there. Yeah. Let alone turn it around. Personals, we've got a bit freaked. So we went back to her car, and in the car were four orange orbs. Really? Yep. It was her car, she wouldn't let her in. And I said the other night, so I used my sort of vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got in. I, I've asked people, no one knows what, what, what it was. I go to that spot and I look every time. You cannot, you couldn't turn a car, you couldn't get a car in there, let them turn yeah. it around. But to be honest, since all that sort of stuff, last two years, see, they ain't going to say the same. It's gone very quiet. All right, yeah. It's gone very quiet. The only thing is, and I, I'm sorry I said this last week on here, but for you, you remember Chris? Chris Nash, you know, yeah. Nash. I met him there one night. Just by chance. Yeah. He asked me if there was anything bad around him. I said, oh, I don't start all that. I said, oh, I've heard all this. What for me? He's like two bob yeah. mediums. When I first saw oh, him, oh, you, you know, there's all this black yeah. around you. All the crap that these two bob clowns come out with. I said, there's nothing wrong with you, mate. Well, a little while after, as you know, he, he, he got involved in an accident and he passed. Yeah. Well, a little while after that, I went back with some friends from Ipswich. And they came down and they said they could hear bacon sizzling. I said, what? Yeah. Right? I, I didn't say anything. And my granddaughter, Lauren, was with me. Now, she's had no training all that, but she is. She's she's something else with this. And she said to me, she didn't know about him. She said, your friend's here. And he's saying he won't give you any more messages because what happened to him could happen to you. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Now, we're going back to the men in black. A little while after that, I put some stuff on Facebook, and I got a like from Chris. Ah. Now, people know me. I don't make things up. I'm going to need no. to. I don't, like you, I don't make anything out of this. No, I just do it. So I, I love doing it. Enjoy it. But young Lauren, um, uh, she she didn't know anything about it. Neither did the guy from Ipswich. So I don't know what happened to him. 
None of us do. But that was the message she got. So I don't know if he was on to something. Well, it, it, it's strange because Chris used to stay with me after he was at the forest. He'd come and stay at mine for the evening. And I, I like Chris, but this particular week, the weekend that he died, because he will get out the bloody forest on his own, I kept saying, never go on your own. He wouldn't listen. Who done, done his barbecues down there? Well, the night that he died, I feel terrible about this, but I just had me place painted in my bedroom. I've only got a little one-bedroom place, and I just had it painted in the bedroom, so I couldn't sleep in the bedroom. Just meant that I sleep on a couch, and I only had one couch at that point, so he couldn't stay the night. Of course, what happens? Guys, um, dies in a car accident. Mm. Now, he's come through to a medium not long after, actually, because he knew that we was going to have that um, little thing we did from down the forest, that's, the barbecue. Right, yeah. And he come through and said about it. He, he knew it was happening. And he also said that it was an accident. He, I think he fell asleep at the wheel. As right. it, he said it was an accident. It was one of them things. But that's what he told me, because we all thought the worst. But... Well, yeah, I can only give you what I what yeah. was told to me. I, I don't know what it was, but that's what he said. But that could have meant anything because yeah. I think he felt there was somebody out for him before that happened anyway. Well, it was. He was having a bad time, wasn't he? Yeah, he was having a bad time. I mean, time. The, the two weeks before that, he stayed at my house and I felt terrible when I tried to contact him and then and then heard he died. But funny, a load of strange things happened. After that, I got was trying to get in touch with him to see if he was alright. And then his, I think his brother messaged me and said what happened. And and literally five minutes later, you probably heard of Bob Brown, who does a radio show up Yorkshire. Oh yeah, he got he he contacted me the same day and said like, would I like to put in on a radio show? I said, well, can I do a tribute to Chris Nash because he's just died? And he said, yeah. And this has happened several times with Bob Brown. It's kind of like I've got a link with him. And um, I've done a, a tribute show for Chris, which, which was about really, because I, I got tearful in it. I, I know he was close because, you know, yourself, you do your medium bit. That when spirit gets close, you get tearful. Happens quite a lot with me. I'm always getting tearful, but I'm all right one minute. And then spirit gets close. But funny enough, a, a few months back, I had a group from St. Edmunds. And there's a group, I, there's a lady who runs a group in various Edmonds. And she's sometimes, if she has a group of fledgling mediums, she brings them down to me to go into the forest. I, I mean, I'm only a fledgling medium myself. I call myself a fledgling medium. But because of the forest, she brings fledglings down to me. And I walk around the forest, see what they pick up. Well, you couldn't make this up. I've got, I've got one medium, was her, so. Penny, also a medium, was there as well. Then I've got, I think, five or six fledgling mediums. And they stood in a half moon. I'm talking to them. Chris come close, right? Now, Ben and I, none of them knew about Chris. Mm. Chris, so one minute I'm talking to these people. Next minute, he's got close. I've got tears running down my face. The medium who, who brought this group down said, there's someone called Chris. He's standing right beside you. He's, he's, he's telling you something. And I've got tears, I'm so embarrassed, I've got tears running down my face. I'm supposed to be doing this, you know what I mean, talk to these mm -hmm. people. Anyway, she's told me what Chris had to say. 
he wanted me to carry on doing what I'm doing and sort of keep pushing, moving forward, moving forward. And he said, well, you can tell him to sort of step back a bit. Well, it kind of, in one sense, yes, you can. On the other side of the coin, I feel good if I do that because I don't want to lose the link with him. Do you understand what I mean? And oh, good, yeah. as, a, as a friend, and I, I've had that a few times when someone's come through and you don't want to lose the link. So in my case, I've kept, and this happened when I've been on stage in front of 300 people and someone's got close. And I've got tears running down my face and several mediums look, just I'm going to step back. But if you do, I feel like, I should put it, I feel like I'm pushing my wife if I do that. Well, my advice to you and anyone is, don't tell you that's what other people tell you. No, I, I stick. Do I your own thing. Do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And if I, if I can be got tears running down my face, then so be it. I, I, I feel that if I ask them to step away, then I'm going to lose the link forever. Do you understand what I mean? So I yeah. always carry on. I doubt you will, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I've done stuff I, I, where I'm working Wednesday. Night. I only do occasional gigs now. I don't. Yeah, I can't really be doing it anymore. But um, I spent forty minutes with just because it's not like an evening of mediumship, so not everyone expects it. But you know, and once you get in, and that was to do with um, what's the other forest? Not Rendlesham, the other one. No, uh, the one that runs oh. runs yeah. kind of oh. in the yeah, Rendlesham. Yeah, I'll tell you, I still got that brain. Tunstall, still got a brain. And that all came up, and I spent ages, and it was a fascinating story. I went back four weeks later, and we carried on. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, and I loved that sort of thing. And rather than just sort of, I say so I gave up the, the mediumship three years ago, I just had enough. Yeah. And then last Christmas, when I come out of hospital, um, Christmas Day, a, a guy stood in front of me, a spirit guy, and he said, we don't want you with them anymore. Yeah. I don't need... Now, I'm not one to do as I'm told, as people know. No. But they no, told no. me, don't want you with them. And I haven't sat with anyone since. I just do this now and go to the forest, or I might do the occasional gig, and if I can help someone, I will. But uh, for some reason... No, they want me out of it because I do feel something big's going to happen to the spiritualist movement. Because yeah, I, 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 I get that feeling, but not yeah. that I know much. I mean, well, I, I, my, if mm -hmm. if anyone criticizes what I do, I just blame my I'm so well, Alex is one of my teachers. That for with him. Oh, oh <laughs> blimey! What do they do? Put a hex up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, get away, man! Oh, I, I mean, you know, I've, I've been slagged off. I've been called all sorts of things. I've tough, really. I mean, it does. It's quite hurtful. It is. It is hurtful. I mean, I get people sort of, take, especially over this healing lot, um, I don't care if anyone believes me or not. I really don't give a stuff. All well, I, I say is, bring who you like, and I'll try and help them. I was certainly lame before you came on, right? Going back to 2008, no matter where the place was, and there was this husband and wife, right pair of tosspots they were, <laughs> And she told a woman, and I don't care, I hope they're listening. And they'd already told a woman, her husband was, I've got a bit of controversy as it came up on yeah. Elaine's meeting. And they told this woman, whose husband was dying, 
don't worry, they've made some room for him upstairs. What? Anyway, she come to me, right, and she said, you, your mother didn't, doesn't want you upstairs because she didn't want you down there. Do you know what? I felt like punching her lights out uh, along with him. Yeah. But you can't go around doing things like that. You know? No. I've got you saying that. I've got something to tell you about that, right? You know, you put your foot in it sometimes. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not one. I'd love, to, I'd love to be able to do reading. I'd love to do that. I'm at an event in Log Melford, right? And I'm, there's, there's loads of readers there, big MBS event at the Bullet Long Melford. And there's this group of women, well, two women approached me, and I was sitting down. I was only helping out. I have done talks there, but this night I was just helping out. So these two ladies come over and said, Are you doing readings? I said, No. And I said, You have to put your name down with one of the others. They said, Well, they're all booked up. And so the, so the one, one of the women said, Well, we've seen you. You're here quite a lot. We've seen you. You've been on. Uh, you know, doing the demonstration. I said, yeah, I said, but I'm a pleasure to meet him. Everyone, come on in. Come on, put it on me. Come on, give us give, give us something. So I went bang, bang, bang to one lady. Three things. Bang, 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 three things to the other lady. I don't know where it came from, but it was spot on. They said, that's brilliant. That was spot on. Well, of course, now I've, I've impressed them now. Though. So then they have frog marched me <laughs> over to their table where they've got three more ladies, right? Literally, frog watch across to these ladies. They said, This guy's brilliant, brilliant, he's spot on. Go on, give this to the first lady. Said, Go on, give her something. Well, this is when I put my foot in it. Didn't realize what I was saying. So I said, Well, I'm getting, well, I'll just give what I got. So I'll get a relationship. Um, and then I said, um, And I gave a name. At that point, the woman stood up and put a coat on. So well, I'm leaving. I've heard enough, right? All her group of friends were all laughing. Well, I wasn't laughing because she literally just walked out. She literally flew out the door with a cut. What have I done there? They were all laughing. I said, it's not funny. I said, I told you I'm only a fledgling medium. They said, no, we all know that she's seeing this this person, but she hasn't told us. Uh, That's right. what we were laughing at. I said, no, you were spying and you just let the cat out of the bag. So yeah. that sort of, that actually, although I was right, it kind of knocked me back a bit. Do you know what I mean? I thought, and it's not the first time I've put me foot in it either. Well, this is another reason I'll give it. I, I, I thought, you know, with all this um, PC stuff and woke and all this nonsense, you can't say this. And people, yeah. I'm going to offend people because of yeah. what you said, like you said, and I've done it. And, you know, I just don't think it's worth doing anymore. And um, I see so many people advertising on Facebook. They're all amazing, apparently. Yeah. All amazing. They're all wonderful. And I saw an ad yesterday about Meet Your Spirit Guys. Cost so 20 quid. Yeah. Well, as I said to you earlier, I met mine last year, but I was nearly dead. Yeah. Don't be in a hurry to meet you. Don't no. be in a hurry to meet your guides or your guardian angel. Trust me. And you've had it yourself, you know. Yeah, I have. You, you, you were some death door. So was I. I. Yeah. When I, when I met mine, uh, it was funny, I was in Ipswich Hospital when I had my stroke. And I'm laying in this Ipswich Hospital all twisted up. My face was down. My whole side, whole left-hand side was numb. I was, I thought that's it. My life's over. And they, after three days, they put me in the stroke ward. And a guy in the bed, bed opposite me was looking, staring at me. And I was looking at him thinking I shouldn't be here. And they'd sat me up in bed. And I watched this guy. It took him, it took him 20 minutes to get out of bed into his wheelchair. 
And then he wheeled himself over to me, my bed, and he's poked me and said, listen, mate, you're going to get a sign. And when you get this sign, you fight. He said, you don't fight, but everybody else in here, all right? And then he's wheeled himself back to bed. The nurse had to put him back into bed. And I'm laying in bed there thinking, he's off his head. What, what, what sign am I going to get? I'm, you know, at that time, you're thinking, mm -hmm. I shouldn't be in this position, but you are. Anyway, the, the next day, I had a little mobility scooter next to me bed. And I got helped onto the mobility scooter, so I was sneak out so I could have a cigarette. I'm not supposed to smoke, I know, but I was. So I've got my little mobility scooter. Normally, when they come round with the, the injection thing, the little trolley comes around rattling. At that point, I was in that scooter, trust me, right, in the, in the lift, out in the car park, the boy getting the injection. I hate injection. Got out in the car park, going along on my little scooter, and something come up and kept poking me in the back. Uh, when I had me stroke, my whole left-hand side was dead. Your arms hanging down, do you know what I mean? The whole side of me was dead. Well, I kept finding something poking me in the back. I thought, that's it. That's the sign. That is spirit, or someone poked me back to tell me they're there. Well, I got back in the hospital, and I'm thinking that I was quite chuffed. It built me confidence up for quite a lot. And then the cleaner comes in, right? <laughs> this big black fellow who's about six foot four tall. He's come in and he looked really happy. And he was cleaning up, right? he's cleaning the windows behind my bed and he's hoovering up and wiping around the thing. Anyway, I quite got chatting to him and he was really friendly. Well, then later on in the day, he came back again. And he was sort of cleaning up around the bed and one of us. So anyway, this went on for a few days. When he came in, I was actually looking forward to having someone that lifted me up, cheering and you know, laughing about. Anyway, after I come out of hospital, about a week or two weeks later, I got taken back there with a load of biscuits and sweet snap for all the staff. And I asked where the cleaner was, and I described him. He didn't work there. It was a ghost. It was it was an angel. What a better word. <laughs> and, I, and you couldn't miss the guy because the size yeah. of him. And they said, no, it's not like that. No one like that works. So I said, well, here's the cleaner. He's cleaning around my bed. And the funny thing was, when he was cleaning up around my bed, at one stage, I felt guilty because it was only around my bed he was cleaning up. <laughs> Did you understand? I kept him yeah. talking. And, like, and I couldn't talk because his face was all a bit, but he really lifted me spirits up. And I thought oh. that it's an angel. <laughs> well, definitely, because the, the guy who sat with me for four days on my set eat with me. Yeah. People might not believe it, but I'm telling you. Yeah. And he did. But obviously, I could see the other side as well, <laughs> looming. And yeah. um, but anyway, I say it was a year ago. Nearly a year ago. Now. Um, I've got a question for you. Yeah. From Christine, she says, "Hello, Derek. How did you discover that you had medium and healing gifts?" Well, I, I don't know really. I I've probably had more experiences than most people for whatever reason. I don't know why, but I have. Loads of strange things have happened. Um, uh, but the he the reason I started healing was the healing side because I want to help people and I've got a fear of hospitals. And what kicked me into this year, what kicked me into sort of doing this for real now was when my daughter died. I couldn't save my daughter. I couldn't help my daughter. So after my daughter died, I thought, well, I want to get me Reiki to get involved and start doing the healing. The medium side of things, if you like, the spiritual side, is probably because I met Penny. My, my Penny, she's, as you know, she's a medium. 
and I, I, I sit in circle and have done for years on and off by the without the COVID thing on. Mm. I've sat in circle, all different circles, all different people, and I don't know. Stuff just comes to you. I, I can't really explain it. But you do I'll find do. yourself seeing unusual things, don't you? Mm. Well, I did, I did a job with Penny. Yeah, she she said she has been on stage with, didn't she? And uh, it's really strange. First bloke I went to. So anyone watching this, you've got to realise that this is you're working with people who may not want even want a message anyway. Mm. And I said to him, "You've got an Indian address around you." No, nothing. Don't no. Anyway, it's all no, 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 no. Yeah. This was with working with Penny. Hmm. Went to his wife. Same thing. No, no rubbish. Fair enough. This is the God's truth. I don't know these people. Never seen them before. Next day, I went on Facebook, and there they were, dressed up as Indians. Nah. Oh, I'm telling you, on my nah. life. She'll tell you. This was probably about seven or eight years ago. I, It was a really hard night for both of us. Nobody, it was, it was all... Oh, no, 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 yeah. Well, you know, people, I think people frighten you're going to get too near. It's not my fault. Yeah. You get close to whatever. I'm not interested in their business and what they're doing. I couldn't care less. I just tell them whatever. And, um, yeah, I'll never forget that. And that, that was the only time. It was the last time I think I saw Penny. Well, I might know. I think I've seen her with you down the forest. Yeah. But, yeah, so we had a funny night that night. It was a bit strange. But, uh there you go. I don't know if she remembers it. Um, I've got another thing here from James. So I believe you, Derek. You opened my eyes a while back. Oh, that's whoever, nice. I don't know James. Um, Steph has put on here. Alien Bill. He's put on here. Oh, right, yeah. Start. Derek and Brenda. Um, Lynn, you're brilliant, Alex. I'll thank you. Oh, well, you know, say no more. Yeah. Lynn, you know. well, you're a good fan. teacher, Alex. I'm, 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 I'm out here doing it now. So, yeah, you're a good teacher, definitely. Oh, I didn't think I was. That's why I give it up. No, but I'm a bit like you. I do what I think is right, what I want to do. Hmm. You get loads of people telling you what you should do. Uh, and... I, I, I could say so much on here about these people. I've had one complaint in two years, so I can't be doing, I must be doing things wrong. I expected well, more on it. <laughs> and uh, I'll be honest, I just think a lot of what you see is BS. Yeah. You don't need all this nonsense. I mean, I was asked the other week, and I shouldn't say this really, some some group, and they sit in a, in a field or a forest meditating, same as this mediumship stuff yeah and apparently the aliens come down oh see see five or something something like well yeah. to me what you do what you want to do but to me you know sammy you know sammy the uh, spaceman's who's far superior to any of us is flying around in his ufo yeah oh oh there's a group of people sitting in, in a field we better go and see them <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't get it. The same with the spirit people. If they they've been coming to me since I was four years old, 
And I'm telling you, I was petrified all through my teenage years, my adult years. And I don't think you need to sit in these circles or what it. They're going to come. Yeah. Whatever you do, if you. I mean, if groups want to do what they do, that's fine. But I, I, I find it's too. I think I think you can do it on your own. I'll give you an example. You can. You can. Several years, several years ago, I went back. I think about 2013, 2014, when these these chemtrails or contrails seem to be about a lot, and, and there was a lot of people arguing over whether chemtrails or contrails or what you want to call them. Well, let's start on a bug. I mean, I was literally worrying about this, thinking, shit, this is actually happening, because you could see him up there. Anyway, I, I, for a few, two or three weeks, I'm worrying about this. I'm talking to people on Facebook, and I'm getting really wound up about these chemtrails. And then one night, I come in, at, I was going to go to bed, I think about 10, 11 o'clock, and I was going to go to bed, and I just made myself a hot drink, and I thought, something's in the house. Someone's in there, there's a being in the house. And the house went cold, and I, I was making a coffee, and I, I got frightened, to be truthful. So I've gone out in my garden, right? I went out in my garden inside of my house. I thought, right, there's two ways into this garden. If something comes from that way, I can leg it that way. If they come in from that way, I'll leg it the other way. And I'm sitting in the garden, like, early hours of the morning, freezing cold, finished my coffee, that gone cold. And an owl turned up. And this owl kept hooting, hooting, hooting. And I thought, I wish I understood what this owl was trying to tell me, but, you know. So come about after three o'clock in the morning, I'm freezing cold. I think that's it. I'm going in. I'm, I'm tired. If there's something still in the house, then I'll have to deal with it. Walked in the house, totally different atmosphere. Nothing, just normal. So I went to bed. I got up eight o'clock in the morning, drew me curtains, and you couldn't make this up. There's a UFO above me as a disc above me house. And flying across, dead in line, what I could see was a, a plane, passenger plane, Trap chemtrails coming out, and this UFO, this disc flew straight in a second, it flew right across the sky in a blink, got level with the plane, and it flew. And as when it got level with the plane, the chemtrail stopped. The plane carried on flying, but the, the trails where mm. the chemtrails, whatever you want to call them, stopped, and the plane kept flying. And what I got was they're in charge. If they want to stop something, they can stop something. Exactly. Well, that. Day in the afternoon, I'll post it all down on, on, on Facebook on a certain group, two groups actually. So then that afternoon, I've drove down to Clacton here, a friend of mine, Lil. But my sister knows him, Lil, right? So Lil's not into none of this, thinks I'm a lunatic because I'm into UFOs and spiritual stuff. So I've got to Lil, and I'm telling Lil what I've seen this UFO, right? He's right over in Del. If you've seen this UFO, let's just Google this, shall we? See who else has seen it. Three people had filmed it. It was filmed in London, half past seven in the morning. Three of them were filmed in London, half past seven in the morning. I said eight o'clock, and it was filmed, and someone up Yarmouth way see it. So there's, there's three people actually filmed it. Not That doesn't include how many people see it. And Lil had to swallow his words. He said, bloody hell, look at that. I said, well, I told you. And it, it was, when it was in London, it's half past seven. When I said it was eight o'clock, and I don't know what the other times were, but it just proved the point. But the, the, I say the message I got, I still don't understand what messages you just get word. Well, in my case, I just get words or a whole set. Anything, well, where did that come from? When, thoughts? when this, uh, well, Steph Divine and me were, we were in the forest one lunchtime Sunday and there was a big silver disc in the air. 
There was something else happened there, but I can't go into that. Yeah. And I said, I've got to get my camera. As soon as I got out of the car, whew, they knew, they know. Okay. When this, okay. um, I was talking to the security guard, so Ember was, it was half 11 at night, there was three of us there. And this thing came above my head out. And this guy, he did, he went into this, he said, what, what's that? Says a UFO. And the only thing I got was what you say and what you think is right. Yeah. It then went into set a segment, about three segments. Oh wow. And it was you could see the black sky. <laughs> Gone. But I've tried to talk to people, but they're no one's really interested. So I'll just leave it. But that's what like you, I've got this message. What you say and what you think. Yeah, what is correct? I mean, well, I, 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 I get it. I, I mean, I'm not very good at the messages. Every now and then, I, I seem to lock in. I get a whole stream of stuff, all odd words or whatever, all thoughts. But the the that night, that morning with the UFO, it was them showing me who's in charge. Hmm. Honestly, believe there's a force or there's something that runs this planet, and I'm 100 percent certain they run this planet. This is why I don't. I don't think there'd be a nuclear war. People no, because they've already shut them down at Woodbridge. Yeah, they've already shut them down in America with the nuclear weapons. They can do it. It's they yeah. are in charge, definitely. I, I, definitely. I don't know if you know this, but a few, about, I think it's twenty eighteen. I was asked to go and do a talk in Kent, in you know, so a UFO talk in in Kent. So me and Penny thought we'd make a week of it. So we've gone down to Kent. And I will say I was on the Friday night. We went on the, the Tuesday, so we can spend a couple of days there for the I was on stage. Anyway, these mediums said, would you like to come and sit in circle with us? So me and Pinto, oh, yeah, why not? At that point, I thought I sit in circles all the time. What's, what's another circle? Didn't realise till we sat down that it was a physical circle. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until they started blanking the windows out. I thought, what the hell is happening here? I've, I've sat in a physical circle before, but not on this level. Not on this level. Then they blanked out the door. They put some toys on the ground, like guitars and hooplers and, and like the cones on the ground. And when then they, they said, right, we're going to put the music on. And then it will start. They, they, apparently, they've been doing this for six years. Same time, same place, same. It's only a small bedroom in someone's house they knew. And like the, the, they had eight of us total. There was six mediums and me and Penny. Well, I put the music on, lights go off. I, I, I tell you honestly, I screamed for 20 minutes non stop. <laughs> Seriously. A hand passed through the wall and pulled my leg back under the chair. And why the, the music's going on, they're all singing away at the music. I'm screaming. Penny was screaming. There was a bang, bang, bang. Like, like I say, like Potter Guy section, bang, bang. Oh, yeah. bang. That's a control thing, yeah, to keep you sitting in your seat. Mm. Well, their party piece, these shapeshifter things that come through, is to pull your socks off, time or not, and phone back at you in a second. Well, they grabbed me sock to pull me sock off, and they pulled me off the chair, right? So I've gone off, now I'm on the floor, off, right? Now, in reality, my feet should have been on top of the people sitting opposite, yeah? And all these toys on the floor I should have been laying on, but they turned to energy. And my hands were up like this while Penny's trying to pull me back on my chair. And that, in a second, the so socks were 
off, told him not to phone back at me. I've climbed back on the chair. But one thing I noticed, I thought, the room's got bigger. You know, like a Doctor Who's TARDIS, mm-hmm. when you walk in the TARDIS, it's bigger inside and it's outside. That is exactly what happened. And I'm thinking, the room's got bigger. And the floor changed. Because when we went in there, there's a carpeted floor. Only a small room with a carpeted floor. When I was laying on the ground, that went a carpeted floor. It felt like it was on a platform. And when I got back on the chair, that banging noise is to keep you in the chair. And, oh, loads of strange things happen. I've got an alien chip in my leg, yeah? When I first sat down, one of the first things happened was something stabbed me right on my leg, right where that alien chip is, yeah? And the medium sitting next to me, who didn't know me from Adam at that point, said, oh, they've turned your tracker off. I'm saying, who's turned me track? Who or what turns me tracker off? And she said, well, them. Now, several questions arise in. Whatever we was dealing with, why did they have to turn the tracker off? Mm. And how did they know how to track in the first place? You know, that really hurt when I stabbed in the leg. Anyway, as the evening's gone, we've got two hours of this in the darkness with me screaming still. <laughs> Didn't stop screaming, I was on the floor. <laughs> he lays laughing, look. That's a big brother for you, screaming at this. Anyway, <clears throat> Penny was the same. So we've sat... Penny was sitting next to me, and then something invisible picked Penny up and sat on my lap, and a chair floated off, as it does, <laughs> as it does these events. It just gone. And they sat on my lap. Now, she's hanging on tight to me. I'm hanging on to her thinking, what the hell's going on? And right at the end, a hand, right, shook my hand, and it grabbed my hand and shook my hand. And the medium said, that's never happened before. That's never happened before. The hand had three fingers because I was holding the hand, trying to feel. I thought it was half a hand. That's my first thought, but it only had three fingers. You know, you're really trying to think, well, where's the rest of the hand going? That's what it mm-hmm. felt like. Well, I was so shocked by this, and I, when I say shocked, I mean shocked. But all this, when the stuff was flying around in the room, you had little blue lights flashing above you. You know, you could see them moving. And the control thing is the bang, 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 bang thing. Well, when it all finished, they've stopped the music and then they put the lights on. There's ectoplasm in, in the cupboard in the corner. The toys that were on the floor would all been piled up in the corner. They, when they finished playing with the toys, they somehow they just end up in the corner. They didn't hit you, they just turned out the way. And I thought, I cannot believe what's just happened. We was in shock, me and Penny, obviously, we was in shock. I mean, I've sat in physical circus before, but not at this level. Well, it yeah. turns out these people have sat with a skull experiment. They're friends with the people for the skull experiment. And you probably know Robin is dead now. But Robin, Robin Foy, yeah, he yeah. passed away, then. That's right. Well, I contacted Robin Foy, right? And and he, he talked to I, and I told him who I sat with. Because I said to him, I said, well, right, when I watch the skull experiment, it shows a human hand on tunic at the skull experiment you'll see they show a human hand i said that's not what i shook hands with i said they had three fingers he said now i know that what you're telling me is true he said that that's true they had got but when they do it for the show they had to put a hand superimpose a human hand if you like hmm. he said but yeah that has got three fingers and i said i shook hands with it he said well, not heard of that before <laughs> That it did. It shook hands with me. Steph, uh, Steph, and me, we 
we went there. We sat in a seance first. Oh, was, right. I think it was the third one, actually. And a similar thing. I actually got burnt by ectoplasm. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I got burnt around my, of course, in a lot of pain. But, yeah, we, we shook hands with a hand that weren't attached to a board. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever done. Really? Yeah, me. Yeah, 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 the hand's in mid-air and you shook it. Yeah. And um, But the ectoplasm, she'll tell you, I mean, I was in pain for days. Did the ectoplasm yeah. come from you or was it? Well, at the time, I was new to it, really. And I was called out to to uh, pick the trumpet up. All right. Along with other people, but I, I was called out and I walked, walked along. And as you know, I, I broke my leg and I was, I was, I was on a stick. So I, I'm, I'm in the pitch black, trying hopefully I don't fall over. And um, what I, what the trumpet was in midair. Yeah. And the, the control, she was a little French girl. She, she, she died in a concentration camp in the war. I think. Oh. And she said to me, Pick the trumpet up. I'm going to, I'm freezing, you know. I'm sitting yeah. here freezing now. Oh, pick, pick the trumpet up. So I took the trumpet and she said, put it on the floor. And as I, had, I went to put the, I got this terrible burning around my middle. Anyway, I spoke to the medium afterwards and he said he never, in all his years, never witnessed this before. Well, over the years, I thought about it and of course I've got more involved. Yeah. The only thing I can think of, and I've, I, I didn't know this, when you sit in the seance, as in the audience, if you like, or the, yeah. you actually emit some form of ectoplasm. Oh, right. And I think that that day, something clashed, and I was the one that got burnt. Yeah. I've heard that before. I've met people burning. You know, the burning normally affects the medium. That's why you have to be very careful, because the ectoplasm comes out yeah. and goes back in their body. But I got burnt and uh, I so shook this hand and uh, you know, I stepped put it on here, look. The hand was lovely and warm. Yeah, oh. freaky, you know? it was freaky. It was freaky. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was the last day as well. So I, I had this burning, I put it on, on the internet, Facebook. And um, when the trumpet was, when the trumpet was in the air, yeah, what was the little blue lights were done in the darkness? Oh, I don't little... remember, I, I was too, I, was, I, was, I don't know. I don't know if it could have been. I'll be honest, I'm not going to say there was. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, There's the stuff we can see in the air. I've seen the, the blue, little blue lights and that. I've seen the blue light. seen the blue lights here. Yeah. And um, cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, well, I'll tell you what I'd learned from that, right? Because when I was sitting in the chair, I was put my foot out and like, trying to fill my toes what was in front of this sort of thing like you do and there's like it there's like an inch platform that appeared in the room the room honestly if anybody i can't prove it but i swear to god the room gets bigger and it gets bigger and the, the reason that they use the banging is to keep the control in my case anyway sitting on your chairs and they, you mustn't bear, mustn't wander about in there this oh, no. is the room we was in and it was a, unbelievable, but that room gets bigger. When and when I got back because of that, my, my tracker was turned off for a couple of weeks, and then I went to an MBS event when I got back in Colchester, and I walked out to to one of the healers, Steve, we've got Steve Mays does healing, and I walked out to speak to him, 
And when I got near him, it come back on again. And he said, and he got a message. He said, the stuff, the stuff on the floor, it turned to energy. And I thought, I don't know, I only told him what happened at that point. I'm thinking, yeah, it did, because it wasn't there. There was toys and guitars on the floor. I should have been laying on top of them, but they weren't there. They'd vanished. I learned so much sitting in the circle. I've been asked, we was asked back again to do it. After screaming so much the first time, I would never, I'd never sit in a circle like again. Yeah, Not I've, like that. I've, I've been invited to a couple. I, I, I started to do it myself, but I found that, um, I mean, these, these, like these mediumship things, it's all pretty Mickey Mouse stuff. There's the normal, you know, oh, you, you've got to be there every week. But yeah. that physical stuff, you have got to be there every week. Yeah. You've got yeah. to be there. And, and it's very difficult to find people committed to it. But once you've sat in a physical group or you've sat in physical mediumship, the rest of this stuff is it's, That's it. it's yeah. pony. It really yeah. is. And, you know, I, I like the transfiguration that I get. I don't even yeah. know what's happening. You know, you see that. I've and seen when you, pictures of your trance and that. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. I don't know if you remember, and if Steph's on this, you might remember. I remember going to the forest with you once. We had a group of people, and my Matthew was there. I think there was nine of us. And we walked up to the alien tree and the healing tree in the forest. And I remember saying to my Matthew, I said, well, I count how many people here. We don't lose anyone. So you're wondering, it's 11, Dad. Really, 11. There's only nine of us here. And you might remember this. When we stood near the alien tree and the healing tree at the top of the track there, there was someone standing near you and Matthew thought it was you and he went to touch him and it was a shadow person. And when his hand oh, touched him, he vanished. And there was another one there as well. There's two of them had joined in with us. Two shadow people joined in with us in that around, forest. Around me. There was, there was you and I remember because Steph, there was some glow worms in the, in the forest. And I remember... I got, Steph, I got Steph to pick him up because she was braver than me and she picked up the glowworms. Read about the link. I, but the, I remember that. Yeah, but there was there was two shadow people that joined in with the group of us. So I've asked people this before. She's not here tonight, my daughter's not, not on here tonight, but I still don't know what that figure is that's standing behind her. No. Looking over Cable Green. I can't. Nobody's got any answers for it. No. But the shadow people, <laughs> where where me and Steph used to go, I can't I can't say too much because it's you know it's not private. But we used to go to something. She freak out. She couldn't she couldn't knack it there. She told she told you that. And we see shadow people. Yeah. And um, I was seeing them quite a lot. And then me and Elaine, you see them when we go down here, and all of a sudden. They've gone. It's all stopped, and uh, we don't know why. Um, it might be where you go. I mean, it seems to us the only time we've had any activity was about two months ago in a different part. Don't ask me where it was. Different part of the forest where Simon was there, and we heard things, and we heard somebody walking towards us in in the leaves, crunching the leaves up. Apart from that, been very quiet. Well, we, cool. we see, for those who don't know, that girl with the long blonde hair is my sister. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's her. That's her. Well, <laughs> I've seen her in the forest. 
during the day and and she has something guiding her she's like protected have you seen that alex walking behind her or close to her there's something oh. that seems to follow around and protect her i think she's pretty well protected oh i think so yeah i think she is yeah i think so i'll yeah. stick close i'll stick close by when i'm with her yeah yeah <laughs> and I, no. i've had i've had a few experiences with simon because well with simon once we walked up opposite the, the the little car park up that little track there and what there was me simon and me, me my matthew and we just got to the end of the track with little crossroads not track 10 but the little track opposite the car park mm. we just got there and a bird flew out the tree and we all jumped and there was a big black cat sitting in the tree on the corner and the branch broke and the cat fell out the tree and we flicked our torches on there's like a puma type cat and we stood there and it ran around in the half moon to us and we watched it with the with the torches and there was another one there another one had been tailing it there was two of them so we, we sort of hurried back up the track to the cars. I jumped in my car. Simon jumped in his car. And my Matthew stood there. Stood, look, 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 he's on the opposite side of the road to the cat. I said, get in the car, you bloody idiot. Like, I said, we can pume or something. But there was two big black cats there. And me and Matthew and Simon, I think, went back the next day and we took pictures. And there was pug marks because of wintertime where the cat had been. The branch is just probably still laying there on the floor where it snapped out the tree. But I think the cats used to patch deer or something there because obviously you could sit in the tree one cat and the other one was trailing whatever. So there's one little crossroads so if a deer or a rabbit would walk past, I suppose they could jump on it. It's a shame I, I don't know if I can get, I, I don't like touching things when we're doing this. See, I've got a photograph of. Near near the crater, where I saw those two right, Germans, yeah. of something coming out of the bushes. It looks, it's it's, it looks like a some sort of gorilla. Elaine seen it. Yeah. They've seen it on here. Yeah, I didn't see it, and I've got the other one with the monks and some strange yeah. creature laying in the middle of the path. But um, I don't well, know. I, I don't know what's in there now. Well, I don't know. If, well, you must know, I suppose it. It's happened a lot. I've got a few books about this, but back in 2012, if I tell everybody what happened in 2012, 2012, October 1st, 2012, me, my son Matthew, and my brother have gone to Ensham Park. It was half past seven at night. Got to Little Car Park by Eastgate at half seven. Met with another guy, Jonathan, who was going to walk around the forest with us. When we got there, we got out of the cars having a chat. And I reckon every owl in the east of England had turned up there. All these owls turned up hooting. And we had to shout to one another about ourselves heard. It was that noisy. Well, really, I suppose, looking back on it, as an obvious as a clue that something's going to happen in it. But we didn't think of it at that point. We've walked down the road to the track 12, the logging track, yeah. The guy with us, Jonathan's like, Dell, I'm not coming with you. I'll, I'll just finish work. I'll let you, you, you three carry on. So we walked up the logging track, track 12, and there's a big full moon. Yeah, lovely full moon, lit, lit, up, lit up the road for us. We got up to the first, what I call, crossroads. And I said, I'll show Matthew and Andrew where the Colonel Holt site is. Well, as it turns out, I've walked up the wrong track. I got disorientated. And I thought, well, I'll walk back again. 
So I've walked back to the, 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 the crossroads. We carried on forward a bit further to the next crossroads and the temperature completely dropped, but freezing cold. And my brother said, I, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And just he said that, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but there's three of us that see this, this giant appeared in front of us, blocking our pathway. And then to the left of us, all these shadow soldiers lined up, a whole load of them. I mean, some Matthew was facing the soldiers. My brother standing behind me still couldn't breathe. And then to right of me, these little monks appeared. The monks actually were ETs, I now know. But I got ETs, I got picked up as soon as they stood there. So I'm looking at these ETs, looking, looking, we couldn't believe it. And then I said, look, we better back up a bit. And as soon as I said that, there was a big whack, like something had really thumped a tree. So we thought, yeah, that's the message. So we backed up about 20, 30 foot, and the temperature rose up a little bit. And we promised, so I can breathe a bit now, Dad, I can breathe a bit. But we stopped to sort of discuss what, what was beside us. We've still got a row of shadow soldiers beside us. I've got three little monks beside me here and a giant. And when we stopped, the giant was forcing issue. The giant kept pushing us backwards. And if you looked at this giant, I'd say he was sounds stupid, but like 14 foot tall. And he had really, really long fingers. And Matthew said, look how long his fingers are. And we could see it clearly, his fingers. But his legs were like tree trunks. My first thoughts were, if we were to confront him, that would throw us like ragdolls, the size of this thing. But it wasn't walking, it was like gliding. Well, we went from that point, we, we backed up to go back to the, the car park, basically. We're walking back to the road. It takes about 40 minutes, an average time, to get from that point to the road. And every time we stopped, this all, all this stuff around us stopped. It was like the shadows. I think the soldiers, sailor soldiers, were protecting us, and I think the ETs, the monks, were actually ETs, mm. only small. I think they were protecting us. I got a protection feeling from them. I couldn't run because wasn't only a few years before I'd had a stroke, so I couldn't run anywhere. And we got back to the road, stood on the road, and everything vanished. But bloody hell! So we hurried back up to the car park got to the car, opened the car doors, let a bit of light out, lit a cigarette up each, just when you think it's all over. And then my son Matthew said, Dad, Dad, behind that. And I looked round and these little silvery bins about, silvery blue bins about that big, really small, hmm. eight, ten inches high, were in the little car park on the grass, just staring at us. So we stood there staring at them, felt quite brave at that point because they're only small. They were staring at us, and the feeling we got from them was like a loving feeling, like they were checking we was okay. And then, after a little while, the ground started to shake, and you, you might have felt this yourself, Alex, where something's passed underground in the car park. It's like a bit un, like an underground train, if you like. You could yeah. feel it shaking. And we, at that point, we both said, right, Del, get us out of here. So we jumped in the car, wall spun up the road, and... My brother said, soon you can pull over. Well, I thought he wanted to be sick. So I pulled over. It's not here, with it. Gets out of the forest. I've got us up. We went through Melton, turned left on the slip road there. I thought, go on in. He said, I don't want to be sick. He said, something got me. And he undone his coat, rolled up his shirt, and he had blood coming down from either collar either side. Cool. And we, 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 we drove straight home. He took his shirt off so I could take some pictures of his 
you know, his shoulders. And I don't know what got him, but there's no holes in his shirt or his coat, nothing. But he had blood on there. I'm seeping through what got him. I said, well, when did that happen? He said, well, it was in a forest. Something got me. When I couldn't breathe, something was holding me. I didn't see it. That was a track 12, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Because it was the night after that I met you. Right, first time that, there. Was it? Oh, right. Mm. Well, when we got back to my house, my, my son Matthew grabbed his laptop to look up demons and giants because we'd just seen a giant. He opened up his laptop, and before he'd done anything, something was trying to communicate. It come up giants. He's looked dead. And it come up giants. We hadn't done nothing. Oh. And my brother was starting to freak out a bit. So I said, look, Matthew, just shut the, shut the laptop. And I looked at the clock and thought, hang on a minute. It's five to ten. There's no way. We must have gained an hour. We couldn't have drove there, done all what we'd done, drove back to Felix, though, and be back for five to ten at night. It weren't happening. No. I thought the clock must be wrong. And we all we checked the other clocks and sure up it was five to ten. So somehow we'd gained an hour. Do mm. you know it was an hour quicker than we should have been? I've made a cup of coffee. We sat down to coffee, we sat there till about two o'clock in the morning discussing what we'd seen, <laughs> trying to make sense of it. And then my brother says, Right, Del, I don't know what's happened tonight, but I'm going home. You ain't going home, we live in bloody Devon. Seven hours of freaking drive. <laughs> He said, I don't know what's going on. He said, but no, I'm going home. And he got in his car and drove home and didn't speak to me for over a year or any of us. And that wow. was shock. That was the shock of what happened that night. As it transpired, he's got an alien chip in his shoulder, right? And I got one in my leg. Now, they ever stood there. So I'm, I'm presuming my Matthew's got one as well, but I, I don't know if definite. So, but they ever stood there. And none of us see that happen. And we gained an hour. Do you know what I mean? Do you think, what actually happened in that forest? That that happened. They ever stood there, didn't see nothing. Apart from shadow soldiers, the ET monks, and a giant. Well, it's, it's strange. Before I put this message up, while you were talking, I went off air again. I don't know if you yeah. noticed it. Yeah. It, it happens every Sunday <laughs> on here. And last, I've actually got my little box of tricks working. This uh, mobile thing I'm on now. This All box, right. I, I thought, right, I've got a contingency tonight. Yeah. I've got my internet. Every Sunday, somebody says something on here. It goes off. Then yeah. it comes on. So last Sunday, where I was doing this from, which wasn't yeah. here, Elaine and me, we tried it. Yep, everything's working fine. As soon as we come on here, it stopped. It's like, and I, I do where I was, it, there is, I'm not going to say where, there is activity. Yeah. The minute we came on, went off. We couldn't we couldn't get on. So we had to pre-record -re -re something and put it out yeah. on, on YouTube and uh, whatever. Tonight, I thought, well, we could be right tonight. Blow me, you said something. Oh, and I yeah. see, I thought, oh, I can't believe this again. <laughs> now, I, I don't know what it is, but it's Sunday night. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I expect it every week now. Don't worry. I think the people watch us expect me to go off. <laughs> it just <laughs> cuts us off. But, you know, we spoke a lot about Rendlesham. Mike. 
he comes with us. He said, if you remember, right, so I picked up something was left after 1980 that could harm you if you come across it. I remember that, Mike. Remember that, Elaine? This was a yeah. month or where, two ago. Where in the forest is that? Is that a particular spot or is it? We, we, would, we would have been going, I think that day we probably went, I think we went the usual route to me, Elaine. I think we went like track 10, 12, 12 I think. Yeah. And uh, track 12, I mean, people watching this ain't got a clue what we're talking about, but it's not track 12 now, it's number eight. They keep changing yeah, it. They change it on purpose, don't they? I was with me lane one day, and something, I thought someone hit me with a pellet gun. And she just kept laughing. I, I was in agony for half an hour. Something smacked, right? Yeah? So keep laughing. See? Yeah. Then we go on track 12. We've had things falling with stones. I think you have. I've yeah. had the temperature changes from one minute to the next. Well, we got up and Mike, Elaine, Wendy and myself, we were talking at the top of track 12 about Alistair Crowley. Who did oh, that's, that was the spot as well, then near the roadside bit. That is well, the spot. Alistair Crowley did, yeah. we believe, magic. Yeah. The wind picked up, and like you said earlier, it was like a tunnel. Yeah. And this wind came right across us. Wow. So there's an awful lot of stuff going on in that place that we don't know about. Oh, there's but, loads. As I could tell you as well, but I'm on a contract now with this film business I'm involved with. I can't say nothing until it comes out. Oh, well. The science has been there. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think they're going to find much, because, um, well, maybe they will. But it's just it's so quiet and it Elaine. It's it's just gone off the boil. Well, where where what one thing when I a few weeks few months back I went to the big awakening conference in Blackpool, right. and one of the speakers was Marie, Marie Wheatley who does dowsing around or does all over the world doing dowsing. You see her on ancient alien programs and okay. and UFO programs. Well, she was one of the speakers, right? And she was talking about these temples and ancient circles and that. And she said about the she went to one particular temple in India, and she she was dowsing around it, and she come across. One particular bit she couldn't dare because there's a big giant bird stand all huddled around this area and like big stalks. And she says to the tour guide, Do you reckon you can just move them birds so I could just sort of douse that bit of the area? And the tour guide said, Yes, he said, but I shouldn't really tell you this, but that's where the elite would stand. He said, What do you mean? He said, Well, that is the spot where what a spot, same spot I found in initial Forest, if you like. A certain area, ING area, where the birds were staying. Well, after she'd done her talk, I met her outside and I told her about the initial forest, what I'd found. And I said to her, Well, you know, what I've found, I said, These birds migrate to this little bit of the forest. The whole of initial forest, they go to one little bit of the forest where this portal area is where I do the healing at. And she said, Well, that's, that's funny because she said, I wondered why the birds were gathered there. She said, And obviously, I also spoke to Andrew Collins, who's also on Ancient Aliens, yeah, and he was telling me the same thing. He said, 
based in what I've, where I'm doing my bit, if you like. By pure chance, I found this particular spot, and he said the same. And a lot of these ancient sites and churches are just the same old churches. You've got a, you've got a standing stone built into the church or in the graveyard or somewhere, which links up. But he says it's always been a big secret that there's one spot and these places where there's a high energy bit, and when you stand on them. And the grounding, the grounding is the most important part. Once you've done the grounding, just same when we sit in circle out or whatever we do, you used to ground yourself. But if you do it on one of these spots, it's a whole new ball game. It, mm. it takes all the negative out of you and puts the positive in. And then you can, in my case, do the healing or probably do anything mm. if you want to really. Interesting. Yeah. It, uh, uh, but it works. You want to—it's unbelievable. Can mm. I just say, Alex, this is the longest I've been near my sister, and she hasn't said nothing. I mean, how do you, do? Have you turn the mic off? Have you turned the mic? Off? No, I, I just—I uh, just uh, give her, you know, a bit of magic. Yeah. <laughs> she, I've she never known her be that quiet. She's never no, I keep trying to get this. She does speak up sometimes, don't you, Elaine? <laughs> but then she, she says, I'm going to sit in the back. I said, no, you're not. You've got to come out. People like to see her. And, uh, but she does does talk. Believe me. She oh, does she, talk. talks a lot. she talks a lot when she's not on here. She's got oh. plenty of that going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I'll, be, I'll give her a due. Since I come out of hospital, um, after having that COVID, and I've still got... still. Chesty, yeah. I'll give her a due. I mean, she comes around, been with me, and she can see the improvement. Yeah. Archery Lane, you can see the improvement over the last sort of eleven months, ten months. But uh, I, I, I still, I could do track ten and twelve, but I couldn't get after that. I couldn't go to Eastgate. Yeah. I haven't no. still not fit it's, enough. Eastgate, uh, one in places though. When you're yeah. walking down to it, sometimes it, it, I'm sure it's longer than what it should be. Oh, I just haven't got the, I haven't got the puff at the moment. No, but I'm getting around. It's taking me a long time, but we're getting it. But well, after, hopefully, after, hopefully after, I can sorry. meet up with you and take you for healing. Take I'll you come to down. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'm, I'm always up for that. The night I met Chris Nash was with a friend of mine, Christine, who runs the Whispering Nights. Yeah. And we tried to get back to the car park, and it was like walking in mud. Yeah, we just couldn't get. It was no. really strange. But at the moment, I'm doing track like ten or twelve wherever we go. Yeah. But as for like I used to be able to do, this guy always got not at the moment. But I'm getting no. better. It's getting there. Um, I've just got a thing for Mike. He said it had been warned off the real UFO site. So it's somewhere around there. It followed us out. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the spot. I can is if it is, is the spot. And this is from Leslie. Have you been to Clapham Woods? No. I won't I won't ever go there again. Have you not been there? I'm not sure where it is to be true with it. You think Rendlesham's bad, you want to go out of this place? <laughs> <laughs> it's down near um Little Hampton. That area. All right, it's well known. Look on YouTube. Yeah, um, Elaine's put up here. Next walk is 18th November, Eastgate Car Park. 
10.45. Bring your own oh, sandwiches, not, as they say. I, in can't, all do, good. I can't do that one. I've been oh. invited to do a talk up in Glastonbury. I'm away for three days then. Oh, right. 16th, 17th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, I come back on the 19th. Yeah. Well, I had, we, a group, we... Oh, it's a I had a group from Glastonbury come up to... to to see me, they mm. want to see it for themselves a the healing, mm. and they were that impressed. They've invited me down there to a talk, so they said well, this is real. So it's... I've, got, I've got to show you these photos with this 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 creature, and um, I don't know, I don't quite know where it is on here, but it was so. If people don't mind, maybe I can. Put up a couple of couple of pictures and curious about the afterlife. <laughs> um, it, it's I've never seen anything like it, and I got this opposite opposite where Big where you were. There's the monks and oh. that. Oh wow, well, yeah. It's not there. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just shivered and went cold. That's spot on. <laughs> I don't know if you just see that what happened. I just shivered and went cold. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the picture. There's the yeah. monk or somebody. Yeah. There's this head. See that of a woman? There's yeah. a head there's, of a woman. There's something beside it walking as well. There's two things there I can see. And look at that. There's a little alien looking behind the yeah. tree. I can see it. Yeah. Ah. Is it? Ah. Is that funny looking creature? That's it. That's that, that thing. Looked like a... Like something it What's that? I don't know what it is. It's just to save from here, isn't it? Yeah. Some sort of... Um, it's something standing there. It's definitely... It's definitely standing there. And um, yeah. there's an angel that was caught in the daytime. Yeah. There's and my there's daughter you. and that. Whatever is behind yeah. her. My little granddaughter. Look. There's that thing. Oh, that's, that's funny. Opposite, that's opposite now, where you... Where you, where you that, do your healing. That is, it's funny you should show that actually. That is, that is quite funny you should show that. What is it, do you reckon? <laughs> well, it's very similar to something that I've seen before. I can't tell you right now because I can't think, but that is something that I've seen before, but I don't know where. But I have seen it before. And your little monk, little white monk thing, as soon as you find if you see it on there, I shivered. The cold went down back of me neck. Well, that's that's spot on. <laughs> well, the whole picture, the whole frame. Because when I found this photo, I saw blonde hair, so it must have been Elaine. Yeah. I think we were all there. Where the monks were, in the middle of the path, is like this creature, furry thing with big eyes. And and again, I, I don't know whether I can whether I can show. <laughs> actually you know that that see that picture there yeah yeah Yeah. i was with stephanie lane one day and i've got a picture similar to that not exactly the same as that but very similar because steph's in the same picture right steph was just in front of me i got a picture of something very similar very similar i have to send it to you but it's very similar i don't go through this again but I'll, i'll see if i can find this thing in the in the um it's lying in the road. God knows what that is. Um, we got Joe and Dorinda on here in a few weeks who, in America, they, they've they sat with the um, 
Bigfoot people. That oh, wow. is that is that was taken in the daylight. Um, God, uh, God knows who that is. There's that. I'm hoping that's this, this thing. That I, I, I can relate to that somehow, and I don't know how. I'd have to think about. It. That's a really. They're all good pictures, but that does mean something. I'm not sure what, but I'm trying to think. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping this furry thing's coming up next. <laughs> um, no, that's me. That's in the, sitting in the cabinet. Uh, that gift was given to me. I don't know what it was. Was it, was it a port? I don't know. I was away with the fairies. But I was given that. But that's oh, well. not... I, that's, well, I should have moved these things on quicker. And um, seen all these, it's um, transfiguration. No, I don't think that furry thing's here. Um, anyway, I'll show it. You see, it's on my Facebook. It's a very strange looking creature. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something funny. I was once with Elaine during the day, and Steph was there. There's a little group of us, and we went down to one part of the forest. It was near the big car park. Oh, a little yeah. bit of woods where the wooden statues are and and i remember elaine was there i think jay was there steph was there a few of us and there was we was walking through the forest and there was some little wooden structures and steph went and moved a bit of wood i don't know if you remember what happened elaine and out of nowhere like a like a wooden there's a bit of wood like a spear it was in a circle and it stuck in the ground in, in the middle of us, right in the centre. It didn't hit, it, hit any one of us, that it probably killed us. And it stuck in the ground like a spear. And Steph said, oh, I better put that wood back. And she put the wood back. This probably I don't do it. But we got a sign in and we looked. I don't know where this bit of wood come from. It was like a big, long bit of wood. And I remember Elaine's son, Jay, struggled to pull it out of the ground for us, didn't he? Do you remember that? I've still got it in my shed, actually. I was scared to bring it indoors. I wasn't sure what it was. But I'll tell you what, they hadn't got a point on it, but as a blunt end, that went really deep in the soul, like it, something that really forced it in. Wow. It was obviously to get our attention. But we stood in a circle, didn't we? If that had hit any one of us, right, that would have killed us. Right. And that really made a noise as well, going oh my right gosh, you made me jump. <laughs> Oh, scared the life out of me, me. bloody hell. <laughs> we are hearing things now. Oh my god. After last no, week we... oh, he had a heart attack, that happened again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elaine, carry on. No, it just really made one hell of a noise going in that ground. It did. It was the, the ground shook, didn't it? Where it's yeah. I, I Jay pulled out and I brought it home, but I, I put it in my shed. I was scared to bring it indoors. I don't know what that is, but it was obviously done for a reason, but we all stayed, didn't we? we? We all stood in the circle, broad daylight, and out of nowhere, it couldn't have fell out of a tree or something. It just woofed straight in. Steph said it made a wooden yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, certainly made, certainly made us jump, didn't it? Well, all I can say, anybody on here is watching this tonight who's interested in, in Rendlesham, um, you know, if you want to meet us down there or it would be good. I mean, I've always said if there's too many people, not much happens, but there's not much happening anyway. Um, but something I, is that you think about it, I've had experience with you, Adam, with Steph, the same with me. Yeah, yeah. with, with all of us, uh, either whether together in other group, we've all had experiences. 
But if for yeah, some reason, nice come on here. Just for example, talking about the, this state thing that happened. Mm. There's me, Steph, Elaine. We was all there, and there was others there as well. We all see it, and you're all part of it. So it's not as if you're just having a breakdown or something. It, you know what I mean? Oh, no. There are groups of people with you. I, I, I mean, remember once down the forest, Alex. You you was there. There's a couple a couple with you, and you left. And there's two groups of us, and we see these UFOs put a display on just after you left. We went I down. Think, do you remember that? I told you about it afterwards. I think that was the night when the, the guy told me to leave, get go, get out. Oh, right. It might have been that night. It's my first yeah. night there. Yeah. Because I remember you, because I remember that you, you just left, and we was at Eastgate. There's two groups of us, and pardon oh. me, these UFOs, three UFOs put a display on. They were shooting up in the sky, going left to right. And both groups of us see it. We stood there watching it. And a little, because a little voice said to me, look up. And I looked up. I said, oh, yeah, look at them. Mm-hmm. I, from us and us by Eastgate, all we could see was lights. But Brenda's group was up at the Tumulis. I think Ralph or Bernie had a night vision scope thing. And they said that there was a, 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 a triangle shaped graph, a disc shaped graph, and a, like a cigar shaped graph, three different they could see uh, with a night scope thing but we our group we didn't have a night scope or, could we, or we from our point we could see his light shooting across the sky at incredible speed I mean where we're standing they're going at thousands of miles now to cover that much sky then they drop down they go up they're just putting a display to show us that they're there Mike said maybe the groups aren't big enough don't know I don't know. Um, Steph, been lovely to share these memories with you all tonight. Yeah, it's, it's... It has been nice. It has been yeah. nice because we have all got memories and we've all had experiences together. Uh, and loads of us, and even in small groups, big groups, we've, we've had these experiences. And I'm hoping that everyone who joined us tonight has enjoyed it as well. I mean, we never know what's going to happen on a Sunday. People tell us, they say it's like sitting in someone's front room on our yeah. Sunday nights, you know, relaxed and whatever and well, my sister, sister just spoke scared the bloody life out of me, well, she did me. <laughs> last week if you watch last week's one my sister who lives in norway but she was we, we, we were together last week all right. and we we're all done up for halloween yeah i see the pictures jesus and she i, I didn't know what she was going to do and people might thought it was put on on tear wonder i didn't have a heart attack and uh, not tonight, but she was done up looking like a hag and whatever. And um, yeah, that's two weeks running now. Now, third time might not be so lucky. So don't, yeah. I'm going to keep my eyes on everyone now. Make sure there's no, no one going to jump out on me and speak. Did <laughs> you, you like the guest, guest you had on two weeks ago, Ronnie, Ronnie Dugdale? Oh, Ronnie, I've yeah. Been there. I've been in the forest with him and we've had experiences. In mm. fact, probably after you guess, we've all been in the forest and we've all at some stage have experiences. But I've got to tell you one funny experience, right? Group of us, my brother was here as well, whole group of us down the forest and we walked down um heading towards the tumulus, yeah, down that way. Mm. Down down to East Gate, turn left, and there's one of them glamping. That's right, yeah. Glamping building, yeah. So we're down there midnight, 
Now, who's going to be about midnight? Us lunatics, I see. So we're walking past this, <laughs> there's that wooden glamping thing. I said to me, Bob, say, Andrew, the women have got nothing on, look. And all these women with nothing on in there, all lit up, because it's dark outside and they're all lit up. Where was I that yeah. night? I oh, know, but no, seriously, we couldn't, you had to see it to believe it. And and make it worse, they come out of the thing and they were having drinks on the balcony. There's a, like a little balcony thing outside. They have drink. Well, of course, they can't see us because it's dark, but we could see them because they're all lit up. Well, if it weren't bad enough, like after those of us walking past, the same time down there, we was group from Clacton and they go around on bikes. You know the group from Clacton go around on bikes? Yeah. I haven't seen, yeah, he, yeah. he, he yeah. told me stuff about it. I haven't seen him since. Yeah. I haven't seen mm. him for a long while, but no. that night they were there and they've gone off around the bikes. Well, we went to the tube lines, come back, and they were, the women, they were still in there, but they'd shut the doors and that one thing. We got to the car park, and the Clacton group said, yeah, did you see their women? They've all got nothing on. Now, you think they're women. They probably think we're in the middle of a forest. We can run around naked. No one's going to see us, right? And what's the chances of two, two not one, but two groups of people from different places we're out in the forest doing what we do, like unbelievable. Right. I'll have to start going down there at night again. I mean, obviously, it sounds quite interesting. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Elaine? It sounds quite interesting. That was and, funny. Um, yeah, that was I funny. Been, I, I haven't been down there in the night for about three years now. Um, I've got some things here. Oh, hello, Wendy. Very interesting tonight. Thank you. Oh, great. Oh, that's nice. Um, this world is amazing. Universe. <laughs> What's Michelle put? Overwhelming, wonderful. There's always so much happening there. Yeah, it's it's um it's quite something. Leslie, very interesting night. Well, brilliant info from Derek. We tried taking pics of the wood stake in the dark with someone. Yeah. It's um. No, I, I don't know if anyone goes down there at night now um, because they've stopped overnight parking. You can't yeah. park there. They've stopped that. Well, I, I, I mean, when I do my healing, I've only ever done me healing during the day. Mm. Um, the reason being, obviously, we all know at night time, different things come out to play. So I've never done it at night. I've just stuck to doing it during the day, preferably a sunny day because it gets bloody cold down there, doesn't it? But I will just say it's... We have to. I can't do the 18, but because I'll be away. But I will. We'll meet up and we'll arrange something. I'll take that place and we'll do the healing bit for you. Yeah, I've I'll... taken Brenda twice actually, and that's just that's just Brenda with everybody else that I've taken there. I mean, I've obviously must have been past there. Like Steph said, maybe for us to do a night visit yeah. sometime. We'll do that. Um, yeah, I'd like to know what that funny-looking creature was. That was coming. Yeah. I didn't know about that port warning, but you, I thought you, I, I, I thought I thought it was something to do with like a, a weather balloon, but it's got a tail on it as well. I don't know. Yeah. Why. I can show another picture, something similar. Mm -hmm. Did you have you ever seen the film Bow Wolf? The, the film Bow Wolf. Think I don't know. I don't think so. Right. Let's just quickly tell you about Bow Wolf. Years in Anglo-Saxon times, there was a king, and when the, the king and his people were having merriment, like playing music, 
certain frequency opened up a portal, right? And a monster come out. Now think about this for a minute. The monster was similar to what you just took a picture of, right? Very right. similar. The monster was called Grendel. Now just think about this for a minute. Grendel, Grendel, Rendlesham, Grendel. It's called mm. Grendel. And the king put out for uh, a warrior, a here, warrior hero, to come and kill the monster. Hence, Beowulf, right? So, Beowulf come along and did kill the monster. Right. What opened up the portal was the frequencies of music, right? If you look under the King Redwald, yeah? Yeah. He's part of the Waffen line. Beowulf was a member of the Waffen line. So just think about this for a minute, right? Andrew Collins, who's on Ancient Aliens, done a talk, said that Beowulf was linked to Renishan Forest. Yeah? And the when they had the, the music was playing, it must be whatever instruments they used back in Anglo-Saxon times, presumably something the frequency would open up a portal. Now, I've had a group up from Glastonbury, where I'm doing a talk in two weeks' time, they do a similar thing. Now, they've opened up a portal with frequency, with music. As it appeared, they, they see it on YouTube, they thought they'd try, and it worked. They opened up a little like a little square or little shape appeared. They shut it down because they were frightened. They didn't know what to do with it if they opened it, but it did appear. So, and I do believe them that frequency will open up a portal. Hmm. When they come to Renishan while I do the healing, I ask them not to use music, right, or whatever music, or whatever I said, I'm why you didn't do the music here, anywhere else in the forest, but where I actually take people for the grounding, I said, I don't want you to put music on, and I told them about Bowwolf, I said, if this happens to be the portal that Bowwolf, that was opened up when people played Merriman, then it could be a problem, and if you see the film, and look up the film Bowwolf, yeah, yeah, the, monster, the monster rings a bell where you've just got a picture of near there. Funny enough, that is the area. But you just have a look. And the, the thing with the towel, what the picture you've got, I've got a picture on my Facebook, very similar. Yeah. They come with different sizes, or they, they, they can get big or smaller. I, I think I, I probably enlarged that a little. But um, uh, yeah, I was in I was in Eastgate car park. That's, it was only yeah. not that long ago, and I thought was that I was just you know I just take yeah. random pictures, and um, I saw this thing. I thought, oh, it's got to be uh, something to do with a weather bloom for the air helicopters or something. But it vanished. Yeah, gone, and now it's come from that direction. I tell you yeah, something else. In exactly what you're talking about, yeah. I, when I one of my my experience over my son and my brother is in a book called Haunted Skies that John Hansen wrote about different mm. things. Well, by pure coincidence, I mean we're in one part of the book. The next story is little monks, like what I see, what we see, yeah, mm. on the runway in on on Woodbridge, and that was oh. happened. Back in the 70s, they, they used to have a rabbit catcher there to shoot the rabbits or anything got in the way for planes landing. And the rabbit catcher reported what he thought was kids on the airfield. 
uh, the military police went out and they thought they're monks. And as they got up, they said they're monks. Like, they look like little monks. And when they obviously pulled up as close as they could get to them to get them off the runway, they vanished. But that was our eyewitness accounts of seeing these little monks. So I read, I read the other day, it took, um, it took a million, they chopped a million tree, trees down to build that runway. A million, a million trees. trees, yeah. Bloody hell. And also, so I was going to say now, um, <clears throat> about about the monks and whatever, um, something coming in mind, this is what's happened with this COVID thing, see if yeah. I have to get it out, otherwise it, it's gone. Right. Yeah, I read that it, 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 they chopped a million trees down to build that runway. So whatever was there, uh, obviously, yeah, still there and they don't know it's a runway obviously no but um and also a lot of these these sites were built as a seat of power mm. on top of things weren't they so that's right. if there'd been anything happening there to show a seat of power they'd put an army base or in this case an air base on top of it as mm. a seat of power to say who's who's got the power what's underground mm. not a bad but you know what i mean and that, what the, the these things are appearing wherever you go, they're all appearing. And so, yeah, like Mike just Mike just on about Butley Farry, spot yeah. on, because they mm -hmm. would have walked probably from Butley Farry up mm -hmm. track ten, literally straight across there. And, and you know, the, other, the, the strange line. thing is, <clears throat> where I live now, apparently, many years ago, the Butley Priory monks owned the land. Really? Yeah. That's strange. Well, and, uh, anything to do with you has been strange, really, Alex. The way I'm living, the experience you've had together, everything's yeah. been strange. I mean, the fact you had to move there. Well, I didn't. This is, this is a weird thing. And I've said this before. Steph knows we had a boat up here. And um, I, used to, I used to come on there on the boat, I've said this before, and where you take the, the, the seating off, you've got the fiberglass. Yeah. I used to come up here and there'd be the tiniest little handprints I've ever seen. <laughs> like they've been dipped in paint, yeah. black paint. Really? But, yeah, like, like little baby's fingers and bits of move on the boat. And I thought, I should say the Arbor guy. He said, there's no one been on it. I said, I'm telling you there is. What? And and then I on on the on the on the cab, top of the cabin one day, it was only an old yeah. motorcycle thing yet. I found a squashed mole, flattened as a pancake. It was. Now, I got rid of this boat in the end. I got yeah. rid of it. The woman we got it. He was in the boatyard, but the woman started to speak to us she said to me about mediumship or something yeah I said, oh, yeah that's right well she came back and she bought that boat back again really the funny thing is the guy who come to pick the boat up he he, he transports boats and he, he had one yeah. of these big american things and uh he come up in a, a suzuki i said where's the where's the where's the american thing he said wouldn't start Oh, fair enough. So we got the boat round to the slipway. 
got it halfway up and uh battery went in, in. so i run into a car spare got a battery put it in come yeah. back bloody doors wouldn't open the doors wouldn't open oh yeah just, nah. get, this, just get this boat away from me it's drawing my head in <laughs> now i don't know what happened i've seen it since in the boatyard it's a wreck now it's a wreck but i think this woman brought me back from from, yeah. from yeah there was there was definitely something wrong and we was out one day step i tell you this we we're pooping along the old river there you know like captain puckles you know what i mean i didn't know what i was doing the mast was up and all of a sudden some bloke shouted out to me something what's that there's no one there and he shouted again well, I thought the only person that can walk on water and shout is Jesus. I don't think he's here yeah. today. You know. <laughs> well, on my life, in the cabin was a, a, a cupboard. It was clipped in. The door was clipped in. The yeah. clip's undone and the door flew down the cabin. Really? With that, the engine cut out. And I managed to turn the boat into like, towards the, the oncoming like, tide. It was going out. Yeah. Which apparently was the right thing to do. Step will be a witness to this. All of a sudden, an eighteen-foot mast come down and nearly took my head off. Really? Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. I thought I've had enough of this thing. <laughs> Voices talking to us. Then yeah. I found these little kiddies' fingerprints and the dead moles and <laughs> oh god, I had to get rid of it. I don't blame you. But yeah, it's a bit scary there. Apparently, where we had it moored, one side of the bridge, it was okay. We moved to the other side, and uh, apparently they they threw a couple of women in there years ago as witches. Oh. So it's all this stuff going on, whether you're up here. Apparently, uh, Mike said Norfolk and Suffolk is probably the most haunted places in in England. Yeah. But I've witnessed all this, and, uh, this Rendlesham stuff. This is so much of a different things. It's unreal. And um, I still go down there, though, even on my own. I still go down there, you know. I, mean, I never understand you get on your own. I mean, I remember you've heard, you've heard music as well, haven't you? Like the pipes playing when you've been pipes. down there. I remember years ago, you used to, used to hear music like pipe, pipe playing. Oh, no. I, I walk in there. Well, I lived near, the, near there. And you went, do, 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 this doing this, this noise. Yeah. And there was a guy we used to know down there. What's his name? He moved. He, he he had an old, I think he had a phantom on Bentwaters he was doing up. Phantom jet. Um, but when I moved away from there, that stopped. And every time I went in the forest, it's like they know you're there. Yeah, they do. They do. But I go in there now, yeah, I might hear something or feel something but i don't know i don't because i've been mean, what frightens me more are the animals like the deer i think yeah. it's rutting i think it's what they call it rutting season at rutting. the moment yeah it is now you yeah. don't want to get tangled up with that no <laughs> and um also dunwich i'll go to dunwich all right oh there's something else there as well i can imagine and and it's all connected and I was on Orford Nest with uh, Christine for a few couple of months ago now. 
Yeah, I did a tour. And what they did on there is nobody's business. And they yeah. reckon that's, that's haunted as well, even on the author Ness. They've done the Cobra, Cobra Mist thing. Was that's there, right, the Cobra and the Atom yeah. Bomb and all that. Yeah, apparently, I think there's a girl walks along the beach. Yeah. Spirit girl. Uh, and my little girl I used to see all the time in Rendlesham, she's gone along with the trees. Um, such a shame. Oh, it such is. a shame. But I'm going to go down there. I'll keep going down there and taking pictures. And it's a nice like, place to be. I'd like to come down. I'd like to come down there, especially to take that healing spot. I just say I can't do the 18th though because I'm on my way. Well, I can go any. I can go. I can go most days. But, yeah, um, perhaps we can work something out before yeah. before I go. Whatever, because yeah. the quicker you get some healing, the better probably. And it'd be nice yeah. to give something back to one of my teachers. <laughs> exactly, Mike. Mike says the screen keeps freezing up for some reason. Nothing new there. Yes. Steph, the boat was possessed. I'm <laughs> telling you, I, 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 um, it was unreal. I think no. there was something wrong. Definitely. No, that sounds like it. You know, but these little finger, if anyone knows what these little fingerprints could be, they're like, like a, like a newborn baby, if you're like, tight. And it was, it was dark, like they've been put in yeah. black paint. And he's tight. I, and do you know what, Derek? I regret it. I never took any photographs. Well, do you, often you don't. You don't think about it. It's like we've had an experience. I was I was being filmed on Friday down the forest by this TV people, yeah? They told me the experience they had. And there's two cameramen with 4K, the latest 4K cameras. They had an experience, were so shocked, they didn't film none of it. And they said, we, we were standing with... with 4K cameras, they've just been filming and this happened and they, they didn't film it. I know what I was going to say it's just come back, see brain force, just come back yeah. a guy, it was put on the internet a few weeks ago I think it was a Sun newspaper in 1980 a poacher used to hang out in Rendlesham Forest Yeah. the night of the UFO landings, this guy, because I've never seen any photographs of that night Yeah. nobody has which no. is why I wonder if it actually happened. Yeah. But this guy took um, photographs and he said he poached in there nearly every night and he's yeah. seen some really weird stuff. And he actually got photographs of lights, but nobody yeah. knew he was there, obviously. But he said he, he was, he'd been poaching there a long time. This was in the newspaper, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he's seen and witnessed a lot of strange stuff. Um, Elaine's put change the walkers to 25th. I'll go both days, I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I'll probably do the 25th, I just can't do, do the other one. You know, I might, I might go down there myself this week if I've yeah. got nothing on. I just fancy getting in the car and going for a spin. If you are, if you do, if you message me and perhaps I could meet you there, I've got a job on tomorrow, but if I've got nothing going on, I'll meet you there. Yeah, well, I'm, I've got something yeah. on. What's today? Sunday, isn't it? Sunday, I've got some on Tuesday and Wednesday. I can't do anything. But um, well, I'm, I'm going to see Mike. Tomorrow, but... I'm, I'm going to see Mr. Mike. All right. Mr. Mike on Tuesday at the Whispering Lights lunchtime. Oh, nice. So should, should be quite interesting. 
Yeah, it's the only place I work now if I do a, a lunchtime gig or at Neil's. If anyone yeah. is in Beckles on Wednesday night, come to Neil's. Yeah, I've, been to, I've been to a couple of Neil's things, actually. I've, I've drove up there a couple of times. It's quite interesting. Yeah, we, yeah. we, 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 we do band, that. There's those little band playing with the guitars. Oh. Guitar things, what do you call them? Oh, you can like this or something. That's it, that's it. There was a band there with him. Twice, I think mm. I've been there. There's a stall there, selling them, they were playing them as well. Mm. Pretty, so, pretty we, we do, Neil does that once a month, and I go up there and have a chat. Do might do a bit of mediumship, who knows? Yeah, but, but the rest it's of the time, it's, it, it's all about this stuff, really. Yeah, but this is good. I mean, it's good you get people talking and you get mm. people tuning in, and now it's good. Well, thanks for having me on, really. I mean, I know the main guest didn't turn up, I probably had to fill in, but. No, you were booked. Well, oh, I know, I know. There was no fillings. No, there was no fillings. Um, I, I was joking. No, I'm really, really good if you have me on here, Alex. No, no, and I, I like you. You, you. you train me well, like Maverick. I'm not a Maverick, but I do my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Maverick <laughs> medium. Yeah. Oh, you've got to do your own thing. I mean, God, me. Um, yeah, you have to show me how to do table tipping. Though. We never got to that bit, and probably will fight me anyway. With the table people tipping. say, people say to me, Oh, it's fake, is it? I just touch yeah. the table, and off they go. In fact, me and a friend of mine, we did it outside Neil's place in the street. Oh, we right. couldn't get it, we couldn't get in, and we've got the table out of the car. And whoosh, and I've done it with big tables. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, it's just something we do in it. Yeah. But the actual, you know, getting back to the actual mediums, I mean, this church stuff is just, it's pussy stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just, it's nothing. And, and I thought, I'm going to break away from that. I can't keep doing this. And no. um, it's just, you know, but when you get the physical stuff and what you've witnessed, oh, yeah. It, the physical awesome. stuff, honestly. Oh, oh, you've got to see, you've got to see it, be involved in it to believe yeah. it. But I honestly think that when the physical's on, it's like Doctor Who's TARDIS. Yeah. Wherever you are, it gets bigger. Yeah. I, I I met a guy from what I've heard of him. He's from Ireland, Barry Fitzgerald. He oh, was yeah. one of the speakers at um, what do you call it? At the Awakening Conference. Yeah. And he come and see me. He said someone said that you've sat in one of these circles, and we were actually sharing. You know what I mean? What we'd seen. And he'd seen it in a field. And what he told me was, this in daylight, he, he was in a group of mediums. They went to a field and they sort of stood in a circle. And when the portal opened, they were suddenly spread out across a big area. One minute they say next to one another, next minute they're all spread out. And he said at one end, an archway opened and it looked like he was looking into another dimension. Mm. And he said there was trees and stuff. He said where they were doing this in the meadow, there weren't any trees, but they could see trees through this archway. And he said one of the mediums tried to walk through the archway through the door, and they it got it was a woman got slung back so hard she done a complete somersault, over back was flat on her face. They wouldn't let I mean, it through. When, when I used to do like the, um, no, I, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it for a few years doing that. Yeah. But, Medium shit, and a lot of things used to happen while I worked. I I don't miss doing the messages, but I missed the phenomenon that we used to get 
used to get, I used yeah. to get appalled. People get appalled. We, we see things. Yeah. But sometimes the people who run these joints <laughs> don't talk about it. You're frightening them. I said, but that's why people come to these places. They like yeah. a little bit of fear. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. And I, I don't miss this. I don't really miss all the nonsense and the. But I do miss it when we had the physical stuff, like when that organ started playing on its own, and and uh, <laughs> well, that freaked me out as well. Um, well, the thing is, that's what you, you've witnessed to it, and other witnesses are there. Another people, the yeah. yeah. But they, I didn't interest. This want to do their normal stuff, and found it in the end. I found it quite it's a bit monotonous, and 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 travelling around. Guy, kind of, you might. Yeah. You might get out for 10 hours and ten, you think, yeah. oh, is it, you know, is it worth it? All the petrol and wear and tear. It does matter. Well, I went to, I'm, I've got um, Glastonbury in two weeks' time. Mm. But what me and Pendy, we made a bit of a holiday of it. Mm. We, we made two or three days. I'll go and do my talk, whatever I want to do. Oh, that's Just different. Go doing the talk yeah. and make a bit of a holiday of it. But when you're going from, I don't know, wherever you live, Suffolk, yeah. wherever, Brighton, and you drive up to London, which I've done, yeah. you're looking at 10 hours. Yeah. And I didn't make money. I didn't do it for money. But I no. don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to drive. I don't want to be oh, out for no, 10 hours no, no. for an hour, for an hour's work. I don't want to do it. And um, I, it. I just try, if it's a distance and we try and make a holiday of yeah. it, yeah, a few days. But, you know, I've done, I've, I've been out there for a few years, done my bit. Well, it's 10 and, years uh, I know about, to be fair, Alex. That's 10 yeah. years I've known you for, so that's yeah. a long time, isn't it? Probably about 15 years. And, you know, we're not everybody's cup of tea, but I don't care. And, uh, yeah, um, exactly. You do your own thing. I do my own thing. Some people liked it, some didn't. But there you go. That's, that's, that's the way it is. I just do this now. I have you guys on and be in the lane. Yeah. Um, next week, by the way, guys, we've got. Lovely lady, Shirley Batty. She's been on, she been on for a while. She has a new book out. Week after that, well, this is going to be completely different. Uh, Katrina Moncur, who's actually my daughter. <laughs> oh, managed to, um, yeah, managed to talk her into it. But nice. it's all about all about yoga and things, which is all partly yeah. esoteric. It's all esoteric. Yeah. It is, yeah. Whether it be spiritual, whatever you want to call it. So I've got her coming on, and she ain't, she ain't, she ain't doing it yet. And then I think after that, we've got who have we got at the end of the month? Oh, Joe and Dorinda, Bigfoot. Very interesting people, Derek. Yeah. And so it goes on. Then we, we run into December and oh, into next year. And I've got to say, thanks all these people that come on every week. Sorry about what happened last week. As soon as we went to come on, he just shut us down. But we we, we we got something out of it. And my sister, who anyone's seen it, I mean, oh God, she fired life out of me, man. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a heart attack. Elaine did it tonight. And he... But anyway, thank you, everybody. Um, we've got some nice things. Brilliant evening. Nice. Um, Bill, Alien Bill, Cosmic Blaster. Uh -huh. You have to get uh -huh. Bill back on here again at some point with yeah. his photographs. And Mike says, 
I should upset a few people Tuesday. <laughs> See you Wednesday as well. <laughs> yep. Well, I'll be there, Mike. So, yeah. I'll, I'll come and have a listen. Because <laughs> we, all, we all seem to upset people in this game, but it's all fun. Anyway, Derek, all thanks right. for everything. It's someone says it's been a quick two hours. It's as it's flown by. Yeah, it has. And well, uh, maybe. Thanks for guys. I appreciate well, maybe, it. Maybe. You know, next year, because soon coming round, come yeah. back on again. Yeah, we've given, Elaine's, we, Elaine's got some dates, haven't you? Elaine, yeah, yeah, she's good. She she keeps an eye on everything. <laughs> she don't say much, but she's she's on the ball. Yeah, she makes she all the me. she makes all the all the all those videos. Elaine does all that. Yeah, but some, yeah, it's got some great ideas. Hey, oh, Elaine, I've been nice to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elaine, don't forget the hot chocolate now. It's getting cold when we go to the forest. And the cakes, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the cakes, yeah, yeah. See? That sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, we better go, I suppose, and thank all these lovely people. And um, I'll see, we'll see you all next week. And as I say, don't see you through the week, see you through the window. And that's <laughs> as far as my jokes go now, because I offend <laughs> anyone. All right, Derek, thanks for I'm just going to shut down. All right. Say good night, folks. See you later. See you Sleep later, well. Everyone. Don't have Thank any you. funny dreams. And if you do, <laughs> don't phone us up.